together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to read from the book of Deuteronomy uh, 30, verses 15 to 20. Moses spoke to the people, saying, See, I have set before you this day life and death, evil and good. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his ordinances, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you this day that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land which you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore choose life that you and your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his word and clinging to him. For that means life to you and length of days, that you may dwell in the land which the Lord saw to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, and to give it to the rest of the generations. I like this beautiful reading. I said before you, life or death, good and evil. The choice is always ours. It's amazing how many of us live like prisoners. Emotionally, psychologically, we live in total fear. We live lives that pleases others at the expense of who we are. And so the choice becomes ours. But we shouldn't presume that just because the choice becomes ours, it is always an easy thing to make. Some of us have lived believing that we are good for nothing for the longest of time. Some of us have lived in abusive relationships. Some of us continue to stay in relationships where we are belittled, where we are told that we are useless. And so to presume that it's going to be easy for everybody just to walk away and to choose life with a little bit too much of hope, if not silliness. For some, it will take time to start believing in themselves. But what I want to say 
you are more than what people have made you to believe. Your worth does not come from people. It comes from God. It is God who created you. It is God who nourishes you. It is God who nurtures you. And it is God who knows you more than you will ever know yourself. And if I choose life, I choose God. If I choose God, I choose me. Because you, my dear brother and sister, are made in an image of God. There are certain things that you and only you can do. And there are certain things that no matter what we want to do, we can never replicate. We can try, but they will never come out exactly as you will have done. So you are a child of the universe. Dare I say you are the child of God. God has invested so much in you. God trusts you with his whole being and invites us to choose life. Now, there are those who live in abusive relationships. Some are verbal, some are emotional, some are psychological, but some are very much emotional. And others, it's financial abuse. How long am I going to live in this situation for? How long am I going to allow this to happen? Am I angry enough to walk away? Am I angry enough to call it quits? Am I angry enough to stand and say this ends today and it ends now? So there's something deeper that the Lord is inviting us to be. Choose life. John chapter 10 verse 10. I have come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. The glory of God is found in a human person fully alive and fully divine. So says one of the fathers of the church, Tertullian. You are the glory of God. We are the glory of God. But are we alive? Are we full of life? That when people see us, they are automatically drawn into us and they are drawn into this positive, powerful energy. That's the most important thing. To choose life. But equally important is the acknowledgement that if I choose life, I choose against death. I choose not to take death. I choose not to be negative. I choose not to be bickering. I choose not to gossip. I choose not to be in a toxic environment. I choose not to be destructive. When I choose life, I choose reconciliation. I choose peace. And anything that stands 
in the way of peace, I choose against it. Anything that stands in the way of my growth, I choose against it. That's the beauty of choosing life. The assurance that God gives us that it will be with us. That it will sustain us. So what I'm choosing, it's not just for here and now, but it's for a lifetime. And God promises his faithfulness. He promises he will guide us. He will help us. He will grow with us. That's the most beautiful truth of our faith. But then the other thing that I also find that the Lord is saying, but if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you this day that you shall perish and you shall live long in the land which you are going over to the Jordan to enter and possess. But you will live in desolate. Now, this is something powerful in a sense that God does not make us to live in pain and in, and in distress. But it's the choices that I make. The choices that we make as a family. And so this time is a moment where I choose wisely. I reevaluate the choices I've made. And I ask myself, where is God in all of this? How am I becoming a better person? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.